What's up, guys? What's up? Got a little Survivor Series preview slash prediction show here. Uh, thank you for downloading this episode, guys. You're doing that at radio.com on the app or the website. Thank you. Thank you. And also, uh, thank you for downloading the show at Apple Podcasts. That's very much appreciated. So I've got a lot to cover here in this episode. So uh, before we even get into Survivor Series and talking about some of the matches they got going on. So... Um, first, I want to say it was great to see the big show for a few minutes. Uh, I was um, working, uh, doing uh, my morning show, uh, sports show with, with Moose, uh, Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. And at the studio right next door, uh, a lot of you guys know, as I've talked about it before, you know, at the radio station that I work at in uh, New York City is um, the studio that we work in, Moose and I, is like right next door. When I say next door, I'm talking about like the the rooms, the studios themselves are literally 10 feet apart, whatever, 15 feet apart. And that's where Boomer Esiason and Greg Giannotti, Boomer and Gio, do their uh, morning show that airs uh, locally in the Tri-State area on WFAN. So the big show was a guest of theirs. Uh, He was on there. He was in the the New York area basically uh, doing the uh, thing at the uh, MetLife where the Jets and Giants play for the WrestleMania um, <clears throat> pre-sale or sale of tickets, whatever the hell it was doing. I really didn't pay attention to what WrestleMania pre-sales and all that shit. But so Big Show was in town for that. So he was a guest on um, their show. You know, obviously our producer, Mikey B, Mike Biseglia, tried to get show, you know, to guest, uh, to come as a guest uh, with Moose and I, uh, <laughs> it didn't work out. It wasn't, wasn't Big Show's fault. It's just, I, you know, he never got an answer from the company. So, I, you know, I, like, I, like you guys know, they don't really uh, play nice with me uh, as of late, not at all. So I'm not really, uh, I don't think the WWE is a big fan of the human suplex machine. So um, they kind of iced me out. Uh, they've been icing me out more and more. Um, which is okay. It's fine uh, because it doesn't um, doesn't affect me. Uh, but I have to say, it was nice to see the big show for a few minutes because he ended up popping in the studio. Um, he wasn't sitting down. He he had a he had to go to ten ten wins, which is another radio station that Entercom, the company I work for, owns. So he was tied on schedule. And also, I don't think the company would have been crazy <laughs> for the fact if he would have just. Gone onto a show on live national radio without getting permission. Can't do that. So, um, so I can't blame Big Show uh, for not being able to come on the show, like really sit down and talk with Moose and I and stuff like that. But he did come in. He did say hello. It was awesome just to see uh, to see him. I haven't seen him in a long time. I haven't, I, you know, I hadn't seen a lot of the boys in a long time. You know, talent uh, in a long time because I'm not really technically in the business anymore, right? So in the wrestling business, so. I don't really, you know, I, I'm in radio, so I don't see any of the guys and girls anymore. So, uh, and a lot of the WWE talent, you know, they just, you know, especially when, you know, if you're on the do not disturb list for WWE, like a lot of them just don't want to, they want to engage with you, but they don't because they don't want to get heat, you know, but Big Show, he's his own man. So he's not like that. So it was awesome to see him. He did pop in and say hello. And um, I wish we had more time chilling, but I did uh, tweet out from my personal Twitter um, the podcast of Boomer and Geo, their interview with the Big Show, which I thought was really, really good. So that's at official Taz on my Twitter, and you could find it on there. And I don't, you know, they don't, Boomer and Geo don't promote Moose and I show, I and mean, they don't have to. I mean, that's not how it works, and they don't promote the Taz show, but uh, not that they're mean, but um, I just felt like for wrestling fans, you might want to hear this. This Big Show, you know, he's, 
It's uh, you can get it uh, on the WFAN or radio.com or you could just find it. Go to go to uh, go to my Twitter account. It's it's in there. You could just it, the, the link is tweeted to the actual interview with Big Show, Boomer and Geo. So <clears throat> I think you guys would like it. It was it was good. I thought it was good. I, I actually had a chance to listen to it. I thought it was awesome. So uh, and he actually had some nice things to say about yours truly, the Big Show, which was very kind of him. So uh, but yeah, I just want to bring that up real quick. So. And um, so that was fun. Uh, what else? Other, any other? We used to do house cleaning all the time, right? You guys are thinking, oh, house cleaning. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like a house cleaning. But <laughs> uh, also, so before I get into talk about the Survivor Series stuff and predictions on it, so as you guys know, unless you missed the podcast or missed something on social media, um, I am going to be doing a Survivor Series post show, a special live 11 p.m. Eastern uh, to 2 a.m. Eastern. On CBS Sports Radio uh, You could also get it on Sirius XM Channel 206 The live version of these uh, WFAN uh, 670 to score in Chicago And I still don't I, I didn't do my due diligence To get a full list I will try and get it out over the weekend of the affiliates If not, go to CBS Sports Radio On the website, you could go to affiliates and find it um, Or go to radio.com And listen to the show on Sunday there's a lot of spots to listen to it. And if you can't listen live because it's late, um, right after the Survivor Series, you can listen to it the next day as a podcast. Wherever you get the Taz show, you'll get it. So um, it will drop as a podcast. So um, so that's the deal. So, And uh, Mike Johnson from PW Insider will be a guest. He's always a guest when I do a special. Also, Monzo, uh, from you guys that know Mike Francesa's show uh, from WFAN. Monzo's his producer. Monzo's been on one of my specials before, Brian Monzo. He's a diehard, tired wrestling aficionado. He's a hardcore fan like most of you guys with an opinion, and he's a friend of mine. And I kind of was handcuffed into put him on because Moose put me on the spot on our radio show. But um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm glad to have Brian Monzo on. Monzo has an opinion, and and I'd love to have him on. And he will be on the special uh, along with Mike Johnson. So we'll get those guys' perspective. And there'll be live phone lines, guys. So you guys can call into the show, and uh, we'll pump out on social media over the weekend the phone number. Um, I'm 99.99% sure for those of you that are familiar with the show I do at Moose on CBS Sports Radio, it's the same phone number. So, uh, which I, you think I would have memorized in my brain. I don't, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now, but we'll get it out over the weekend for you. Don't worry about that. Um, but again, so check out, you know, you're going to, you're going to watch Survivor Series and then just check out, uh, you know, listen, take a listen to the live show or, or it'd be great. And, um, you know, I also for you people with, um, you people, you people with uh, like the Alexa gimmicks and all these uh, other schnabitzes, these these uh, Google talkbacks or whatever they're called, the fucking tower of talking, whatever they're called, uh, the schnabitz, schnabitz gimmick, talkback gimmick, Alexa. So with that, you can even say, um, Alexa, play CBS Sports Radio, and it'll play it, and then you could hear it. You could even play play the Taz show, and you'll get the podcast version. So. Um, so, you know, if you have one of those Alexa gimmicks, I'm pretty sure you can listen to the show live, live on Sunday at 11 p.m. Eastern, right after Survivor Series. All right. So Segway City. So speaking of Survivor Series, so let's talk about it. So here we have it. All right. So I hadn't talked to you guys since we dropped the podcast, uh, Who's the Man, and talking about Becky Lynch. And unfortunately, uh, you know, and you guys know this by now, uh, Becky had to relinquish Oh, no, I, I apologize. She didn't relinquish her championship. I make a mistake there. She she had to relinquish her spot, her opportunity to fight Ronda Rousey. So she still is the uh, the, the SmackDown champ, uh, Becky Lynch, and rightfully so. And she handpicked her opponent, as we know, it's Charlotte Flair. So Charlotte will, will, will wrestle a raw, raw, raw women's champion, Ronda Rousey. And also, obviously, in the other shocking booking move they did on, uh, um, on uh, SmackDown, was we saw AJ Styles lose his WWE title to Daniel Bryan, which caught a lot of folks off guard. And I got to be frank, they caught me off guard too with it. Um, I kind of started to see some clarity while I was watching SmackDown when Heyman was cutting his promo from the outside and AJ was in the ring. And when Heyman started talking about Daniel Bryan a couple times, uh, I'm thinking, uh-oh. This is not, this don't seem right. <laughs> and then once Daniel came out and basically said, AJ, you say my name again or whatever, I'm punching the face. I'm like, all right, these guys are going to work tonight. And then sure enough, they end up working. 
I was thinking once I knew, once I heard Heyman talk a lot, I started thinking, they maybe they don't want to do the rematch from last year because it was Brock Lesnar with the Universal Title, and it was AJ with the the you know WWE Title last year at Survivor Series. So they're doing a they're doing a quick change Jones here, and then sure enough, and with the heel turn, they're having DB, you know, Nutshot City, Yambag Jones as we call it, and you know, the low blow. Uh, I like it. 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 And this is a match that a lot of people, Fantasy Book City, that want to see, want, wanted to see Brock versus Daniel Bryan. Now you're going to get it. So I'll give you my uh, thoughts on those two matches, uh, you know, who will win in a second. Uh, but first, let's – so real quick, I want to get into talking a little bit. So <laughs> the kickoff match. I don't normally, when I do these prediction shows, talk about the uh, the kickoff match. <laughs> Excuse me. But – this one I have to. It's a 10 on 10 tag team traditional Survivor Series elimination match. All right. So um this thing is glaring to me. You know, I mean, and and I've been letting this stay in my belly here for a little while, right? I, I look at all these these tremendous talents that that are gonna be in this match, you know, and I, it's it, it's um I mean I, Bobby Roode being in this thing here. Bobby Roode, the glorious one himself. I just don't, I don't want to say I don't get it because I know how things work there sometimes. I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't agree with it. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, there's, it's, I, I just, just think about how over, just think about the NXT events. Just think about what we've seen with, with Bobby Roode and since he's been in NXT and WWE and how much this glorious gimmick got over. Think about it. And now he is, and I hate to be a douche, but he's relegated to a kickoff match. It mixed in with nine other talents. You know, it's just a, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's really tough for me to wrap myself around this. I got to be honest with you. Um, it's, it's, I, 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 what happened? (laughs) Like, I don't know. I mean, that's a rhetorical question. You don't have to treat me with answers, but like, seriously, you know, like, I don't, I'm not going to give you a prediction on this match. I'm not, so don't, that this first match, I'm just, I just wanted to talk about rude for a minute. I just don't, you know, it's just, like I said, it's just very difficult for me to, really understand this i i i I don't know if i would think he didn't tick anybody off backstage that's not bobby's style i know bobby long time worked for him for a long time in tna you know and this guy's a pro man this guy's a pro's pro and he's he's gonna be on time he's gonna be straight and sober he's gonna be ready to work and he's gonna work every match the same way a hundred fifty thousand percent this fucking guy's a machine and he's going to cut his promos. He's going to be dialed in. He's going to be on time. Like I said, he's going to be on time. He's going to do all the right things. What the hell is going on? <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. You know, I, I know he's within the tag thing. With, they're doing the angle with him and Gable together. And I, I, don't, I don't I don't get that either, but whatever. Um, I don't know, man. I just, it's just, you know, it's just tough. It's tough. I mean, okay, fine. You know, tag teams, you know, Team SmackDown, Team Raw. Okay, got it. Still, I just don't think not only is it he's mixed in there, Rue, with all these other men, but, you know, and, and some excellent talents, too. And this is not me dissing these talents, you know what I mean? But I, I just, it's just, I'm, it's a little mind-boggling for me. Um Really is that he's on that pre-show and that he's not in a bigger pushed angle. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's it bothers me, <laughs> bothers me a lot. It really does because of how good of a talent this guy is and how the connectivity with the audience he has. You know, this is not a, a diss on uh, whoever else is in it. This is like uh, the the the, you know, the ascension b team and all that that's not a knock on any of these guys that are in this match it's the none of that stuff um i just don't i i just i i, I it's tough i gotta move on here i know that i just it bothers me it just and we've seen people get you know not you know kind of get deep pushed or whatever we've seen it happen you know uh, as fans of wrestling we've seen it a, a million times 
But jeez, what more could Rude have done? His work's always excellent. He's, you know, always looks great. Ah, see, I told you I can't get past it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fucking bothering me. It really is. It's pissing me off to no end. To no end. I mean, it would have been nice to see him in the five or five traditional, but I, I got no problem with the five guys on the, on on the, what do you call it, on the raw side they got over there. I got no problem with those guys, you know, at all. I mean, seriously, Lashley being put in there is good, and and Drew and Ziggler, I got it. Obviously, with the Braun connects with those guys, and Finn's the man. Finn's great. I got no problem with that. I just you know, and I know you can't get everybody on the card. I know that, but how do you not find a spot and to? Elevate him, Bobby Roode, the glorious gimmick, and and like I said, I'm just not a fan of the the Gable thing with him. I just to me it's a little bit of a disconnect. But you know, and they're both excellent workers, obviously. But all right, whatever. I, I got to move on. You, you you got my thoughts. I told you I'm not giving a prediction on that. So and I didn't see that. I was honest. All right, so now we go with little tag team, um, raw tag team title, uh, raw tag team champions. I should say the AFP versus uh, uh, the bar of uh, the SmackDown tag team champs. Um, so, uh, and the big show, I was just talking about the big show. He'll be, <clears throat> excuse me, with the bar. So, um, look, this, this is, this is four big rugged guys, strong guys. You would think that, ah, you know, uh, Cesaro, Sheamus, these are big guys, you know, and, and the AOP, they're big guys. It's going to be a, a lumbering type of match with four big bodies. So don't think that, uh, these are four ultra athletic guys, um, and that AOP, the, those two guys, uh, they are fucking, they can move. Okay, they can move. They are athletic, and they're big some bitches. You know how athletic Cesaro is, so I ain't got to put him over. You know that guy's not not just super strong, he's super athletic. And Sheamus, for a very big, powerful, strong man from Ireland, he's also very athletic. So, And uh, I think it's cool that Big Show's involved uh, in their corner because of the Drake Maverick gimmick, so they can do something funny there. Uh, we'll see what happens, but you know, um, I, I do think you got to have uh, AOP win this match. Um, I do think that's that's what I would do. Um, I, I, I my gut my gut tells me that's not going to happen, but I'm going to go with. That's the thing when I do this prediction show. I, mean, I, I you know I I want to. I've done them in the past, as you guys know, where it's like I tell you guys what I would do, and maybe that's what I should do with this one. Instead of what they're going to do. Fuck it. That's what we're going to do. So what I would do, I would have AOP be the victors in this match. Um, and I do think that's what the company's going to do. How about that? So if I got to get predictions, then I, I guess that's how I got to do it. But the first end of these predictions will be what I would do. How about that? <laughs> so I do. Um, you know, they, they, they've been doing an okay job with the build here with this. And, and uh you know, it's uh, they're four big nasty brawlers, and that can go. And and uh, I'm going with AOP. I say that they got to be the victors in this thing. Um, so, I mean, you know, just because the reason is because uh, Sheamus and Cesaro have been pushed a lot longer. They've been in the company longer, and we've seen them, you know, get big pushes. You know, and and I have no problem with them being the SmackDown Tag Team t- uh, Champions and all that shit. I got no problem with that at all. But I do think that. Um, I do think that AOP needs the victory for sure uh, more than Cesaro and Sheamus. All right, then we go uh, WWE Cruiserweight Champion uh, uh, Buddy Buddy Murphy. He's going to go against Mustafa Ali. So it's going to be a good match right here, guys. You know these two cats can. Excuse me, I should have uh, been drinking some water here. These two cats can really, uh, really, really work. Um, they're both you know super talented. I think uh, Mustafa Ali is is. Tremendous in this thing here uh, I, I like Buddy Murphy a lot too I think they're both excellent I do think that Buddy Murphy um, What I would do Is keep the title on him um, I I would do that And that's what That's how I would do it I'd keep Buddy Buddy Murphy as a Cruiserweight champ But I'm thinking then They're going to switch the title here I don't know why I just think it, it's something that they would do Right here um, but the right thing, in my opinion, is keep it on Buddy Murphy. But I don't know why. I have a feeling that they might switch this title. Um, but again, my prediction on how I would do it: keep it on Buddy Murphy. Right. So that's it. Um, 
men, the men's, I should say, five-on-five five deal here, the Survivor Series elimination match, the traditional gimmick. Uh, with this here, so this is interesting. I mentioned uh, the Raw guys already. I mentioned them again. As you got Bobby Lashley. You got Finn Balor. You got Braun Strowman, actually, uh, in this some bitch, and McIntyre and Ziggler. And they're going to get Samoa Joe and Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio, Shane McMahon, and uh, The Miz. So it's going to be good. Okay, this is this is a good build here with a lot of different elements, a lot of different heat with a lot of these different talents. Um, all all of these guys can flat out fucking go. Um, ain't no doubt about it. I mean, obviously Braun Strowman's got to look super strong in this thing. I think Bobby Lashley's got to look super strong in this thing. Uh, it's no diss on Finn or, or or Drew or Zig, but I I do think those are my two guys that I'd want to look super strong. Uh, is Braun. And uh, Lashley, and I do think that's what they will do, especially with Braun, hopefully with Lashley. Um, I could see them, though, it, it, towards this thing as it evolves, this match and this elimination deal, uh, keeping uh, Finn Balor strong throughout to have him be the underachiever because he's smaller than everybody else. Because they love that. They just love that shit. Um, <laughs> WWE does. On the SmackDown side, I think a lot of people would think, well, you got to go with Shane to go deep. Uh, I actually wouldn't do that. I actually wouldn't do that. I, 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 even though if you look at the photo of it, Shane McMahon's in the front and, and Braun's in the front for his team. So, and Joe, Samoa Joe's still buried in the back. Um, I think Rey Mysterio, uh, well, I, 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 I digress. I made an error that I said Finn Balor's the smallest guy in the match. He's actually not. It's, it's Rey. Um, I do think Rey and Finn will do some amazing spots. Um, I think Ray's going to be left to look very strong in this thing. Um, I hope they have Joe look very strong in this thing. I, I don't think you need Shane looking super strong in this. I just don't. That's not where your future is. Uh, I, you know, there's not. I mean, I, I would say as far as the newer, the newest guy in the company on that SmackDown team is Small Joe, and Joe's not a rookie, but he's he's younger in the WWE than. Jeff, then, then, then uh, the Miz, then Shane, obviously, and of course Ray. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I like pushing the guys that are newer in the company. And Joe's been there several years, so it's not like he's brand new, right? Um, what are they going to do here? Well, I think they're going to go with Team Red here. I think that uh, Braun Strowman and uh, his crew uh, will win this match. Um, that's what I think they're going to do here. And what do I think they should do? Um, I. I would, uh, I would definitely. I, I'd like to see you know Joe and Lashley battle it out, and uh, and see Joe win. That's what I'd like to do. <laughs> that's what I'd like to see. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's that's what I'd like to see. Um, you know, it's it's. I think it's. I think it's going to be a really good five on five. There's a lot of intrigue in in this uh, with all these people, all these guys in this thing. So I do think it should be. Um, um, I do think it it should be pretty good though. Um, yeah, like I said, I like the build on it. Uh, I you know, I mean, I think some might think maybe Joe and Drew would be the last two guys. That's as I'm looking at this. I, I think Lashley and Joe being the last two guys to me would be money, money. Um, I, I I don't think they're gonna do it though. They'll probably go last two guys known WWE. Sorry if I'm coming off like I'm all over Just because I'm giving how I think they would do it And how I would do it So I apologize if it's confusing um, Too fucking bad How about that uh, I'm joking Sometimes I'm a little bit of a douche You know that I, I think because of WWE They love the big guy, little guy You could see Rey Mysterio being the last guy Because he's so new back in the company And he's a big star And Braun Strowman Just because they love that they love that big guy, little guy, big guy, little guy, big guy, little guy. They love that shit. They love it. Um, so I would go Joe Lashley, last two guys. Fuck it. I say they're going to go Braun, Ray, last two guys. Either way, the red team wins. My side, the way I see it and the way I think they're going to do it. How about that? Look at that firm city Jones right there. See that? All right. Uh, what do we got here? We got the uh, women's traditional Survivor Series elimination match, the five-on-five five gimmick, right? So, well, we got a vacant spot as I record this right now, obviously because Charlotte was in that spot, and Charlotte will now fight Ronda. 
So I'm talking about on the SmackDown side. So let me go over the combatants if you're not familiar. So on the Raw side, we have Natalia. Uh, we have Nia Jax, who might be the biggest heel in the business right now <laughs> because of what she did to Becky Lynch and how she's acting about it or how they're making her act about it on social media, which I'll try to remember to get into here in a second. Um, Tamia and uh, uh, Ruby Riot and Mickey James. So there's your five ladies on the red side and the blue side. SmackDown. You got Oscar, and it's nice to see they put her in the front there. You got Carmella. You got uh, you got uh, uh, Sonya Deville, uh, which you know I I I I think that's going to lead to who who and why I think is going to be the next um, uh, person in there. And Naomi too. I forgot to mention Naomi. So Naomi Carmella. Uh, Oscar, Sonya Deville, and a vacant spot. Who gets that vacant spot? Well, hopefully, um, it stays vacant till Sunday. So this podcast doesn't seem dated. I'm not dated, but you know what I mean. Like I'm not. I don't have the info. I think Mandy Rose would be the lo- most logical. You know, the most logical girl to put in this thing um, because we saw her on a recent SmackDown come in when the music played and. Charlotte's music played and and Charlotte didn't come out and instead uh you know when Paige introduced Charlotte and Charlotte didn't come out and then here came Mandy Rose and she teared down uh she tore down I should say verbally tore down the ladies in the match and even though she's got that that you know had that thing everything going on with Sonya Deville so I do think that um that would make the most sense um but for me I mean <sighs> And if they do, if they have Mandy come out, I, I'm not throwing the flag. I don't have a problem with it. I'm not going to sit here and bitch about it. I promise. I promise. I promise. I think, it, like I said, at the top of my commentary about this, I do think that it would make sense if they had uh, had her do that. I, I would like to see um, somebody else in that spot. And, uh, I, you know, I'd say it should be. Nikki Cross coming in in that spot, I think it'd get a great pop. Um, I think that would be badass, and and you know, I, I don't know, I just think that'd be cool. Um, ah, so I, I guess we could fantasy book. I mean, unless I'm missing something, I don't think she's in anything else in this show. Um, so pardon my dumbness if she is, but I'd fantasy booking for a minute. Put Nikki in that match with Oscar and Naomi, Sonya Deville and Carmella on the blue side. Uh, against Ruby Riot, Tamia, uh, Nia Jax, and uh, uh, Mickey James and Natalia, I would go. I would go again. Total fancy booking here, so hang with me. I would go Nikki Cross as the last one on the SmackDown side against Nia Jax. That would be fucking money because people right now don't like Nia Jax, and people love Nikki and have Nikki go over oh, for the t- wow, dude. That'd be money. You know that shit's good. Tweet me up on that. Let me know if you like that. It's not going to happen. But um, <laughs> I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they would do that. I definitely think Nia Jax is going to be the last one in this thing for the Raw side. Um, and maybe they'll go Nia Jax and uh, Asuka on the uh, SmackDown side. I think they're going to have Nia win this thing. Because she's got a lot of buzz on her right now. And I do think they're going to have a win. So, um I definitely think nine's gonna be the last one instinct for the red uh and Oscar on the blue. But I would go whoever that vacant person is, especially if it's a stop, like someone like a Nikki Cross. And I, I if it's Mandy, I don't think she should be the last one. I just don't think she's over enough for the people, Mandy Rose. I don't. I mean, I think she's gonna be. She's 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 getting better in the ring. She's, you know, beautiful girl and all that. She's great look and everything. She's got all that going on, no doubt. But I don't know, man. I just I, 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 her being the last one in this thing, like to, in the elimination, I just don't think would would make a hell of a lot of sense uh, as far as being the last one. Like I said at the top, if they put her in as you know uh, that fifth spot, I got no problem with that. That would make sense. I, uh, seriously, um, Nikki Cross would be money in my view, though, big time. Uh, take care of some business. As you guys know So the Taz Show is supported by Rocket Mortgage By Quicken Loans And they are introducing their all new rate shield approval guys That's right The all new rate shield approval If you are in the market to buy a home Well Quicken Loans will lock your rate For up to 90 days While you shop How cool is that 
lock it in for up to 90 days while you shop. So here's the deal. To get started, this is what I need you to do, kids. Go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's a rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records, equal housing lenders licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. That's a number 3030. That's rate shield approval by my friends at Quicken Loans. Yes, jump on it, kids. You know it. On that note, going to go to break. Be right back from the break and get into talking about the. We've got two more big matches to go over here, kids. Be right back. Taz Show. Sit tight. Back here, guys. Back here in the Taz Show doing this prediction preview type thing here for Survivor Series. Hope you guys are rocking and rolling. Hope you guys are digging it. Hope you're liking it. I'm going to talk a little bit before I get into those two big matches. and That's what we have left here to do. I'm going to talk a little bit about, talk about Nia Jax and Becky Lynch and some of the stuff they did on Twitter to further what they're doing. So I'm going to get a little deeper into this before I get into talking about those matches. All right, so... Um, by the way, the whole Becky Lynch thing and what they've been doing with Becky, okay, has been awesome. I mean, as we know, this whole man thing, I'm not crazy with the whole man thing. I think it's getting a little played, but her character, the way she looks, her demeanor, her no shit attitude. Um, I think this, as crazy as it sounds, this injury, her being pulled from Survivor Series, I do think it's going to help her big time because, as many of you guys know, and many of you guys know, there's a huge scuttlebutt that this shit's going to go down with her and Ronda at WrestleMania, which is awesome. So, um, anyway, back to the Twitter thing. So, Nia Jax, for those that don't realize, she's the one who injured uh, Becky Lynch with, with that punch during that melee, that forearm shot punch. So, Nia Jax took the Twitter the other day, and um, she put out there, she said, hey, uh, we don't deliver the mail. Things happen. Is anyone gonna ask is anyone gonna ask me about how my fist feels? And she put a photo of a fist where her knuckle looked a little swelled up with a little tiny little like one inch, if that, a half inch little cut, which is like compared to what happened to Becky, it's like, are you serious, uh, lady? Uh, you know, <laughs> but that's the heat, right? That's smart. That's smart to do that. Uh and, and by the way, guys, like this is a work. I gotta be honest, I hate to be like a douche, but like this this thing they did on Twitter is total work. And and I'm gonna kinda explain to you why without being a heel and I'm not disrespecting the ladies. And you know, I, I'm a fan of these two here, especially Becky. I know Becky and I love her. So Becky put the Twitter onto Twitter. She responded with a pretty stiff response. Uh, maybe not as stiff as what she responded to Ronda Rousey. Maybe I'll get into that in a second. But um, Becky put towards Naya, you gave me your best sucker punch, but I got back up to destroy your whole roster. They won't let me fight, but I'll get up from that too. I'll get back up from that too. Uh, it's what I do. So enjoy your one free shot because as bad as my memory is now, I haven't forgotten you. And she used the B word on it. Biatch. I don't want to be a non-gentleman and say the word. So, okay, everything's cool to me except for when Becky put in there when they had when they had Becky put. I don't know if the company told these two like what they which they think they should do. I just think this was approved from the office before they did this. Um, if I was Becky, I would not have put back. I would have put. I would not have put in there. I got back up and destroyed your whole roster. Was once I saw the fist thing from Nia, I'm like, oh, what do we have here? I thought maybe this was. I was getting bought into the, the shoot. And then once I saw the second part of Becky's tweet where it said I destroyed your roster, I'm like, ah, it's work. Because on a shoot, you're not going to say that. So that's the thing. I, I don't know if Becky got some bad advice on that. Everything else in the tweet for Becky, I would have kept. They won't let me fight because she's putting the heat on the doctors, which is true. Uh, but I'll get up back back up from that. So she's showing her resilience and her toughness. Uh, it's what I do. Okay, she's putting herself over. I like it. Um, so enjoy your one free shot. Was as bad as my memory is now. She got a concussion. I haven't forgotten you. And then you end it with a curse. No problem with that part. Just the part about the roster. I think screams work. So um, Becky wasn't done on Twitter. 
so uh, because uh, Ronda Rousey put a tweet out on Instagram, uh, it was like a, a long thing uh, taking a shot at um, at uh, Becky Lynch, um, basically saying, "I'm real sorry to hear, you know, whatever. You're not going to show up. Uh, uh, that she's going to get her ass kicked at Staples Center and all that stuff." And basically saying that um, it's a like Ronda Rousey was shooting on her too a little bit. They had Ronda like. You know, I'm trying to remember everything that was in. I'm trying to grab it. It was basically saying if you can't, she put a, a screenshot of Nate Diaz. That's what I remember where he said, if you can't make the war, you lose the war. Uh, you're not about this life. That that type thing. Uh, the MMA fighter Nate Diaz, and and um, um, you know, I think all that's cool. I like that. So it's Ronda taking a shot, and then she went into like a long, long thing on Instagram. Um, uh, I have it here. I'm not going to go. It's really long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. But basically saying, unfortunately, now everyone knows if someone hauls off and punches you for real in your face, your face implodes. Uh, I suggest you keep practicing your tough guy faces in the mirror. Uh, should be an it should be very effective physical therapy. Um, and have fun watching Korean soap operas or Netflix or whatever. You know. So she went at this whole big thing. It was huge. Ronda Rousey, huge, 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 H-U-G-E, right? Okay. And then Becky came back with, like, stiff City Jones, right? (laughs) You know, she put uh, Ronnie, T-L slash D-R. When I got my face broke, I got up owned you then showed up the next day looking to fight some more when you got your face broke you hid for a year under your blankie your mind is as weak as your jaw and i'm going to i'm going to move heaven and earth to come destroy them both now her meaning becky her uh tweet got like over i think forty thousand or something like forty thousand likes it's insane this is all good just a little critique, Ronda Rousey, Becky, when you guys are trying to do something that's like a, to feel like a shoot, less is more. Any wrestlers out there listen to me, you ain't got to put me over, young wrestlers, but if you want shit to feel like a shoot, less is more. Okay, you don't you don't need to print the Declaration of Independence. Uh, you don't, because then it seems like it worked. Ronda Rousey, I think some of the shit she said was awesome, but it was way, way, way too long. It was just way too long, seriously. Uh, I, I felt like Rhonda, uh, Becky's response to Nia was a little long, and Becky's response to Rhonda was a little bit long, but she hit hard with saying, when you got your face broke, you hid for a year under your blanket. Because remember, there was that picture of Rhonda like hiding her head and holding like a blanket and stuff, walking with like security while the media was trying to get a picture of her, and she was hiding her face. It was super stiff, uh, super stiff. Um Again, guys, I, I got to say I'm, I'm sorry to be like conspiracy theory Jones here, but I think I think this is all these two ladies being smart, trying to advance their business, and them approving these insults, and the company obviously being down with it. Why wouldn't the company be down with it? it advances the angle. Um, it's a work. So <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a work. <laughs> a lot of people think it's a shoot. It's not. It's just not. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to go over that a little bit. I think it's great. I'm not shitting on it. I'm just telling you. I'm just. I, I talk real out here, as you guys know. So uh, I don't. You know, I have no dog in a fight on any of this shit. I'm just giving you my opinion. I I tell you what I like. I tell you what I don't like, and then we move on. That's how this shit goes. And speaking of moving on, so we'll move on. That two matches. We have three matches left. I'm my error before. We got the uh, IC champ Seth Rollins against the U.S. champ uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, uh, you know, so look, you know, you look at these two cats here. These two guys are tremendous, right? These two guys have a lot in common as far as just the, their their stature and height and their movements in the ring, their ability to work at a high, high level, at a high, high pace, and all this good stuff. Uh, this match is going to be tremendous. Uh, both these guys have those secondary championships, Nakamura in the U.S. title, uh, Seth with the IC title. Um, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a great match. I mean, to me, I I want Nakamura to win. I do think Nakamura needs the win much more than Seth needs to win. Um, that's w- what I feel. 
Um, I feel this match, you know, give them as much time as they need. Um, give them as much time as they need for sure. Um, they, there's, you know, this is going to work. The, the, as far as the, the work rate, you ain't going to worry about that. Um, I, I, I do. Um, I do think they're going to have Rollins win, though. I think they'll have Rollins win. Um, I wouldn't. I would have Nakamura, um, you know, win. But you got to figure you could even obviously use Ambrose because of the shit that happened with him and Seth. And you could use Ambrose here to help Nakamura win. So that's, you know, uh, that that's something you could do very simply. Um, It's just, you know, it's it's a layup booking. Uh, Just have Dean Ambrose fuck around and get in there and cost Seth the match. It's so simple. It's been done in wrestling six billion times without the ref seeing it. Um, no harm, no foul. And and then you have Nakamura win. Um, the hell with it. That's what I'm going to say. I, I know that's what I want to happen, Nakamura win. I think they're going to have Nakamura win, and they're going to do it just the way I said it. Um, I got to give you one little caveat that they might do. They'll definitely have Ambrose get involved. Maybe they'll do a false finish where it looks like Nakamura is going to beat Seth Rollins because of Dean Rambrose involvement, and it's a false finish in the place pops, and somehow, somewhere, you see Seth defy the odds and get the victory over Nakamura, which will make people not like Seth. Um, <laughs> I think you got to have Seth win. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Nakamura win. So I think Nakamura wins. You think you have Dean Ambrose involved to help him win, and and, and it's simplistic booking, it's layup booking, and it works here. Uh, and I think WWE is going to do it. I think they'll do the right thing here, and they'll have Nakamura win. Unless they do that false finish thing I said they might do. <laughs> so then we go on to the ladies here. The Raw Women's Champion in, uh, in Ronda Rousey, uh, you know, she's going to have at it against Charlotte Flair. Um, look, I know a lot of people probably weren't happy that Charlotte was the one that they had Becky pick. You kind of knew Becky was going to pick her. Um, I got to be honest with you that that WWE did the right thing. This is the talent that she has to pick. She had to. Well, she picked already, obviously, but you you have to. You have to. She has meaning Charlotte. She means Charlotte. She has the 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 star power, the cachet, the name of you know of the options and what you had to do to call an audible WWE had no choice to, they had to do what they did because of the injury, the concussion to Becky Lynch. So they had to call an audible. And I, I like the audible. I, I, I liked, I liked that it's Charlotte. I, I do. I, I like that. It's going to be Charlotte and Rhonda. I do. Seriously. Um, she's got the star power, Charlotte Flair. She does. Um, what WWE did that was slick. Okay. Now look, some would say, well, look, why not? Why not Naomi and former champ? Well, Carmella, former champ. You know, why not put on? You know, put give them the opportunity. That Sonya Deville. That they, 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 those, 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 those ladies don't have the name power, star power, including Oscar, that Charlotte Flair has. They need a marquee talent to go after Ronda Rousey because it's an audible. Okay. Um, now, Oscar would have been awesome. People in the arena wanted Oscar to be handpicked by Becky. That would have been a hell of a swerve. And but there's something else that's going on. You you need someone like Charlotte to be with Ronda because you need someone to lead Ronda in the match. Oscar is not going to lead Ronda in the match. You follow? Okay, it, it, language barrier. Um, Rhonda's green. She is. I don't give a shit what anybody says. She is. She's doing a great job. She's she's rapidly. She's got some of the best people in the business teaching her. So she's she's on hyperspeed learning this business, and she's doing a great job. But you still, she's still grooming. She's still growing. She's still learning. Ronda Rousey. You need someone like a, like a Becky Lynch guiding her. You need someone like a Charlotte Flair guiding her. Not someone, not their first language is Japanese. I'm just being honest with you. It's not going to work. 
It's not going to work. It, I, it might sound odd to some of you guys, but I could promise you that's a big part of this. And and look, you, you can put up a poll. You can do whatever you want. Who has the bigger name in the WWE in regards to women wrestling right now? Is it Oscar? Or is it Charlotte Flair? It's Charlotte Flair. It really is. It's 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 that simple. So they did the right thing with that. Now something that WWE did here that you're not going to hear on the WWE Network or probably anywhere else. And what I'm about to tell you right now is now this is. <laughs> this, is, this is why Taz don't get guests from WWE And Taz will be watching the WWE Hall of Fame show On his net, on the WWE Network And it won't be there uh, in Brooklyn uh, Where I'm from But this is the deal With Becky Lynch uh, They knew the audience would boo And people would be pissed about Charlotte So they had they put the heat on Becky They had Becky pick Charlotte it's, that's what they did It's just clever booking man It's because the heat It's it's not heat it, it, The heat kind of goes away It's because you know Becky's relationship And their former friendship and all the stuff With Charlotte and it made sense The big name Charlotte is uh, Instead of The company picking her They had Becky do it So It makes you hate Not hate it makes you have less uh, any disdain you might have had towards the character of Charlotte Flair. It kind of goes away a little bit because, well, well, we feel bad for Becky. She's been doing great. We love Becky. Everybody in the business, the fans love Becky right now. And that's who we wanted to see work. Well, you know what? Becky fit, picked her friend. So, all right, we, we, we're not going to be pissed that it's Charlotte. That's what the company did. I'm just being honest. They they had they they softened the blow that the hardcore fan would have the you know that little bit of a resentment which I'm still a little perplexed on a resentment towards Charlotte because I think she's awesome uh, but I guess I'm missing something but they softened the blow trust me by design by having Becky do that I'm that's that's true okay <laughs> uh, I'll move on so uh, last but not least as they say the old cliche goes uh, what we got here we got universal champion Brock Lesnar he's going to go against the new WWE champ Daniel Bryan so alright well it's a match like I said earlier it's a fantasy match a lot of people have wanted to see for quite some time and you know now you're going to get it champion versus champion right here they're going to top this thing off you know and first thing I think about is and a lot of you people probably the same way and most of you people didn't injure your neck like i have in the ring and thankfully for you but you guys are thinking oh my god those german suplexes that daniel's gonna sustain jeez how about his neck what the hell is going on here this is a little scary yeah we want to see this match it's fantasy book and jones no doubt but what about Daniel Bryan? Is he truly healed? Is this? Is that? Oh my God! His neck, the fuse, the this, the that, the boom, ba boom, ba boom. Yeah, and those are things that WWE is probably happy you're thinking. Um, I'm not saying WWE wants to put Daniel Bryan in harm's way because he's cleared. He's been cleared. He's medically cleared. And if he wasn't cleared, he wouldn't be working. If he didn't feel like he could work with Brock and take those suplexes, uh, he wouldn't be in this match. Quite frankly, he he wouldn't be working because he wouldn't be cleared. Um, really. Um, I just hope they're not they don't have Brock do a, a ton of those Germans. Hopefully it's less rather than more. Um I, I gotta say this, you know, the interesting thing with, with taking that title off of AJ, I understand they didn't want the rematch from last year. I guess that's a big chunk of it, but and they want to give the people like some fantasy booking here because of probably what happened with Becky, because people wanted to see Becky and they had to take that match from you. So they wanted to give you this match, something that, you know. Is so different or whatever um, With Daniel Bryan and Brock The thing too is It's um, It's interesting to me Because Daniel Bryan uh, I think along with Cena that, Did not want to go to Saudi Arabia To work the crown jewel, jewel gimmick Right? And didn't go Right? Unless I missed something I don't think he went um, You know where I, when I know for a good chunk of time WWE like it's kind of I talked about the passive aggressiveness um, Like if you say no to something Like you know it's like no problem No problem but you feel like there's an Overtone of man maybe I shouldn't have You feel like Ugh. This is odd to me Kind of odd that they're putting him in this position After just not going over there And 
um, and he's going to get an opportunity and get a big payday and got the WWE title now, and he's going to, you know, work uh, the main event at Survivor Series. Um, he's not winning. <laughs> Brock's winning the match. I really firmly believe that. I totally firmly believe that Brock is going to win this match. Um, I. Um, I think they're definitely going to have Brock win the match What I would do I would have Daniel Bryan win the match Because if you want to go all the way here And you just had him beat AJ And you had him be a heel with a nut shot A low blow uh, Then have him get the victory The same way Because people were shocked on two things One, that he beat AJ And two, that he did it with a low blow A kick to the, the yambag Win the same way Somehow Somehow Heyman inadvertently distracts the ref, but it ends up hurting Brock what Heyman did, you know, somehow. And Heyman knows how to do this, he's a master at it. I'd have I'd have Brock lose the match. I'd have Daniel win the match uh, and shock the world and make people happy. Let them go away happy because they'll be happy if Daniel wins, the fans. Uh, but do it with the low blow. Do it with the low blow, almost the almost a similar spot to what you did with AJ. That's that's what I think they'll do, and that's what I think they should do. How's that? Okay, I think it's gonna be a good match. I actually think Survivor Series is gonna be a hell of a card, a, a hell of a show. I do. I think it's gonna be a good show. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm really looking forward to doing the post show right after it. Like I said, 11 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you guys check it out on CBS Sports Radio. Give it a listen. Call in if you want, or check it out on Sirius XM Channel 206, or um, uh, WFAN 670 Score. There's a Hundreds of affiliates across the United States Go to CBS Sports Radio On the website there and you can check out the affiliate List um, There's there's a ton I apologize During this podcast I wanted to have the list And I did a shitty job of that And I didn't get the list from the guy I was supposed to get it from I fucked up I apologize um, But I'll try and get out over the weekend But a lot of you guys are used to these You guys know the drill on these friggin' uh, these post shows that I do, so you guys know wherever you normally listen to it. And again, it'll podcast the next day. So if you miss it live, you could check out the podcast at Apple Podcasts or Radio.com, Tashow.com, whatever. And uh, and that's the deal. So, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this little reaction gimmick. Not reaction, I apologize. This, uh, this preview prediction gimmick I did here on uh, Survivor Series. Hope you liked it. I enjoyed doing it. And I hope you had a fucking great time. How about that? All right, guys, look, I'm Taz. You're not. Uh, talk to you guys uh, during the, the, the special 11 p.m. Eastern. CBS Sports Radio, Sunday, right after Survivor Series. I'm Taz, you're not. Take it easy.